Okay. Yeah. Thank you. My name is Deanna. Deanna, and I am a recovered available. Um, well, I'm a recovered uh, compulsive eater, and uh, it feels really good to say recovered. Uh, I just, uh, you know, com compulsive eating has been uh, <laughs> the uh, the thing in my life that I just didn't know if I would ever um, be able to get free from. And this program has given me freedom there. Um, yeah, so I'll share what my life was like, what happened in life now. Uh, yeah, so food took a pretty important role in my life early on. I can remember being young and being told that I'm a good eater, I, a grazer. Um, didn't think anything of it, but uh, when when big things started to happen in my life, it felt big as a five, six, seven-year-old. Big things like divorce, moving, having to make new friends, changing schools. Um, big things like, you know, my mom's not there anymore. I was very, very, very attached to my mom. Um, my sister's not here all the time. She was seven years older than me. And, you know, conflict in the home. So there was like, you know, some addiction going on and stuff that I really wasn't readily aware of, but I could feel it. I, you know, obviously you're, you're reeling from the effects of it. And, you know, I, I didn't like these things were happening and I couldn't control it. Uh, but food felt like something I could control. And I just can remember different, different periods in my life where food was very much paired with social, uh, interaction or, or being with people you know um in the big book of alcoholics anonymous which is what i i use for my compulsive eating problem uh it, it talks about food being or you know alcohol for them and and for me it's compulsive eating or food being a social lubricant a social lubricant so it would be part of things you know the family get-togethers and then this and the other so some of my earliest fondest memories with people truly it's the people and there was food there you know so um yeah food felt like an anchor to me and my life um and like i said it felt like something i could control in an environment that i really didn't feel like i had control um and you know i didn't think that it, it was a problem until i started putting on weight as a child and i was quite overweight as a child um i, I became overweight you know um and uh i remember adults making comments about it and then you know going to school i started to hate school you know uh i was an introvert i was shy and i didn't like you know being made fun of um so at some point I, I decided, you know, I'm going to fix this physical thing. I want to fit in and not be made fun of. So I went on my first diet at age 12. And, you know, that's really what started this whole fixation on the physical and the body. And, you know, the lie that would be that my mind would continue to tell me throughout my life is, Deanna, when you get your body to looking a certain way, then everything's going to fall into place. And life's going to be as it was, as it, as, it need, as it should be, if you will. And the thing is, is I would get there. I would get my body to a certain, you know, place. No, life just did not, it didn't all smooth out. Uh, but you know what? I gained the weight back. And then the lie would come back as far as, oh, you know, you just got to muster through and do this. So, um, you know, uh, my weight throughout my life has gone up and down, up and down, up and down. 
And it's always felt like a moving target. And it was very frustrating for me. I mean, very frustrating. Um, my closet would be, it would have different size clothes in it. And, you know, um, I just, I just wanted to look normal, be normal, be a normal eater. Um, so I started, I, I became morbidly obese in college. I have these defects of character that include procrastination and perfectionism. And boy, if college wasn't the perfect, you know, storm for those two, where I would put off projects that either I didn't feel confident in how to do them or I didn't want to do them, I'd put it off and what did I do? I ate and I ate and I ate to deal with the stress and the anxiety, including the stress and the anxiety of I'm putting it off, I'm going to have to do it. And then when the deadline would come, you know, I can't just eke through and get a passing grade, you know, I have to get an A. So just it was a lot of stress, and I just got really unhealthy. And I started to, you know, go to therapists for eating disorders. Um, and, you know, my history includes binge eating um, mostly. But, I, yes, I've tried other things. I've tried restricting here and there. And, um, you know, oh, I ate this way, so tomorrow I have to do juices and this, that to compensate. Uh, but I have compulsively exercised at times. You know, I think that the term is exercise bulimia. Um, I didn't know that's what it was at the time. But the thing is, is my mind can't be trusted. It's just as unreliable and sick when it comes to uh, making plans for how to eat and, and following through with them as it is with, with the exercise and any kind of thing to impact my weight. In fact, um, you know, when I get into into exercising and I get into the groove and I really enjoy it, it becomes, you know, quite alluring and addicting, you know, where I would spend hours and hours doing it and I'm, oh, I'm sculpting my body, shooting my body. Well, I gave myself an abdominal hernia, okay? I didn't know it at the time when it happened. I found out later after I went from lying to sitting position and all of a sudden I could feel something perforate through my insides. Like I could feel it going through my abdominal wall and my reflex was just to push it back in because uh, it hurt like, you know, the dickens here. Uh, and I'm like, and right away I kind of was like, what the heck is this? And I was like, because I know when I go to the gym or when I'm working out, I my mind just takes me to, to these extremes and I just try to push my body. I also stopped having a menstrual cycle for a while because I, I threw my hormones off from all the excessive exercise. Um, but you know what's crazy is is that uh, it all starts off very innocent and very, mm, oh, yeah, I'm reading this book by this personal trainer or, hey, I saw a personal trainer. You know, it all starts off, you know, innocent, and then I've got to do more, got to do more, got to very much like the food. Um, so I tried different types of therapy to get free from my compulsive eating. And you know what? All of these things worked for a little while. They worked. I mean, I, I, I lost a lot of weight going to a, a therapist and people thought I had weight loss surgery. Uh, but guess what? The weight started to come back on. And I'm like, what in the heck am I doing? And why am I going through the drive through and eating, you know, a first breakfast and then, you know, meeting up with my husband later to, to eat breakfast with him? And, you know, like, why am I hiding, <laughs> hiding this? I, I felt like I had to eat double. Uh, you know, why am I? shoving food wrappers down into the garbage because I don't want people to see the evidence. You know, I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed, you know. Um, 
so anyways, um, yeah, I tried lots of things to get free. Um, I tried hypnosis and energy healing, affirmations. You know, I was so convinced, so convinced that, I, I you know, I was going to fix this thing through, if I couldn't get, get fixed through therapy or hypnosis, then on an energy level or um, neuro, there was something I was looking into that I didn't pursue was called neuro linguistic programming. I just, you know, I was like, there's got to be a way, got to be a way. Well, anyways, um, I tried spirituality. Um, but, you know, finally, uh, I did have a therapist say, you know, why don't you check out OA? You know, your mind's pretty, you're pretty obsessed with the, the eating in the body. So I came to OA originally like 13 years ago and just so grateful for this fellowship, grateful to meet my tribe. You know, there were people like me that used food the way I did that, you know, because I'll tell you what, my, you know, uh, I, I can remember my sister and my, my mom just like, what is wrong with you? Or, you know, like you have a problem with food, you know, uh, and I just felt so ashamed. And, um, you know, it, it was just, it was my lever. <laughs> it was my, my lever, L-E-V-E-R, uh, was what I used, my crutch. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, grateful to hear it always, people like me. Um, I tried that some things at the time that, that people suggested because I came through, you know, in, in the OA through local face-to-face -face meetings, grateful for the people, loved them. Um, I tried to avoid what I thought were my problem foods. I got a sponsor. I worked the steps, and she really had me work the steps slowly, you know. Um, I got to set the pace. Uh and uh, I was, she wanted me to do step study meetings. So I was studying about the steps, not really, not really doing them or really learning about them. Um, or what, you know, what's the end point here? Where am I getting to next? So long story short, I did not get recovered, right? Um, and so I thought, man, I felt really defeated. I'm like, here I am in an OA, the last house in the block. I can't get well. What the heck is wrong with me? So for like three years, I just kept going to meetings and, and saying, I don't know what I did wrong. Maybe something's going to click or, or you know, I don't know. Uh, and then I, you know, discovered a phone meeting and heard someone speak and, and was very intrigued and wanted to talk to her some more. And, you know, she asked me through a line of questioning some very helpful things. And I just want to share that what's been so helpful for me is, is that, you know, this point of you have to understand your problem in order to apply the right solution. So in talking to this gal before I had talked to her, I thought my problem was, oh, I tend to compulsively eat sugar and certain junk foods that aren't sugary and this, that, and the other. So, um, and, and yeah, I need to work a 12-step program. Um, didn't know what that needed to look like or, you know, how fast you need to work, you know, that kind of stuff. So anyways, in talking to this gal, she said, you know, I don't have foods I have to refrain from. I don't use a food plan and this, that, and the other. She's like, because I found that didn't work for me. And I was so intrigued by that because I said, huh, well, you know, before I even came to OA, I did the whole Weight Watchers deal. And like most people, I lost the weight, but could I follow that for good and all? No, I couldn't. And I gained the weight back in, a, in like a flash and like a tenth of the time it took to lose it. And you want to know what was even more baffling? <laughs> is I was going to therapy every week while I was going to Weight Watchers, you know, at the therapist's suggestion. And so it was just like, you know, it was like 
you know how you take a rubber band and you stretch it, stretch it, stretch it, and then you let go and boom, full, you know, I just, you know, at some point went full force the other direction, gained all that weight back, and it was like, what the heck? So then she had me go into like, I was going to therapy, like two different therapists, one for maybe PTSD and do, you know, yeah. anyways, long story short, that didn't work out. Uh, I didn't solve my problem. Let's put it that way. Um, but anyways, and talking with this gal, I realized, you know, yeah, I prefer to eat compulsively eat. I have preferred foods that I would compulsively eat. Right. But she, she, she posed some questions that helped me get clarity. She's like, have you ever considered those might just be your favorites, your preferred? We all have our preferred. Have you ever um, compulsively eaten healthy foods or foods you didn't like or foods you didn't expect that you would compulsively eat? And I was like, yes, yes, and yes. Uh, when I cut out carbohydrates and I started to look like a lean, mean fitness machine, you know, because you will when you cut out carbs, and I was exercising a lot. I started to compulsively eat salad. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I was going to places. I'm like, yeah, give me double protein, double vegetables. I mean, I'm piling that sucker high. I wasn't eating just to be nourished. I was eating because, you know, it was, and I, I, I'm just going to use the comparison. It's like, you know, the, how the horse gets the, the, the feed bag at their face. You know, I'm just going to, I'm going to shovel all this down. Why? Because I deserve it, darn it. I am, you know, I work hard and this, that, and the other. So that's compulsive eating. You know, I wasn't eating just for nourishment. And and I've, like I said, I've, I've eaten foods that, you know, were, were totally protein-based that I didn't think would be a problem. So what's the common thread there? The common thread there is a behavior that I'm doing with food. I'm compulsively eating it. The common thread is that it is not always the same substance or ingredient. So for me and talking to her, I realized I don't have trigger foods. You know where the trigger is? The trigger starts way beyond that. It's like looking at an onion and you peel back the layers. That middle layer is is what triggers me. And what triggers me is is that I don't deal well with life on life's terms. You know, uh, I, I get restless, irritable, and discontent. And then I want to seek out comfort through food. And yes, I'm usually going to pick the most selfish choice. But if I'm trying to not eat those things. I'll move on to something else. So, uh, and then she shared with me, you know, um, she worked the steps quickly and she got recovered. And I said, wow, I've never heard anybody work it quickly, but I've worked it slowly. I know that doesn't work. So I was just really, I said, sign me up. I, I you know, this I'm, I'm on board. So I did. I worked the steps quickly, got recovered. Now, um, and started sponsoring. And for a reminder, you have five minutes. Thank you. And I've gotten free from my compulsive eating. Now, I will tell you, my history includes I've left program twice after getting recovered. You know, my higher power kept nudging me. Um, and I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> and I talked it over with my sponsor each time to two different sponsors. Uh, and they're like, well, then you need to leave. You know, um, maybe you're not chronic. And if you are, the program's not going anywhere. So I needed to have some experiences, um, you know, uh, and Obviously, I'm here, so I, I, I know I'm, I need this program. But So what I do today, what life looks like today, just as an example, um, you know, I don't have to fight the food. I don't have to fight body. 
if I have thoughts around food or body that are disturbing to me, like let's say I'm like, man, why am I thinking of this certain food? This doesn't happen a lot, but if it does, like why do I keep thinking about this certain food? You know, that, that to me is a red flag um, that something's up. So what do I do? I get quiet. I, I connect with my higher power and I ask, you know, have I missed a 10 step here? Because what, what we do to stay recovered is we work steps 10, 11, and 12. We also have to keep up with our amends as part of step nine. You know, we, we make those as we go along. I ask, you know, where am I falling short on steps 10, 11, and 12? And my higher power shows me. Uh, but sometimes my higher power is just like, you just need to be helping people more, you know? So, you know, whether it's 11 o'clock at night and I don't have anybody to call, I can get on my computer and I can do what my sponsors told me to do. You know, you need, you can, you can email uh, places, you know, that, um, you know, like therapists or pat or churches and, and, you know, let them know that there's anybody that, you know, they're noticing that's a chronic compulsive eater that's getting worse, not better. You know, uh, you're available to reach out. You know, that's part of my job. My sponsor gave of her time to help, you know, um, help me get through the steps. Um, and so I have to pay that forward. I, I've got to, um, and, and it helps me stay recovered as well. So I, I work a rigorous program. I definitely make it a point to have things that I need to do each day. Or, you know, it's not like I'm setting what I need to do. I ask God, you know, in the morning what to do. Uh, but I need to stay busy. Why? I have to put as much time into my recovery as I did my illness. You know, my illness doesn't just, boop, go away because I got through the steps. Um, it's there. It's waiting. Okay. Uh, it doesn't take a break. And if I go on vacation, it doesn't go on vacation. So I've got to also, you know, and being respectful of who I'm on vacation with, just let them know, hey, there's probably some things I'm going to need to do uh, to stay well, because you know what? It's my medicine. Um, if I had cancer, you know, I'd have a prescription I'd be taking. I did, you know, things I'd need to do. Well, I have I have an illness and, uh, you know, I've got to do things to stay well. So, um, you know, I, I stay well by sponsoring and, you know, carrying the message like I'm doing now. And, you know, um, it says that I, I'm going to have to be willing to grow spiritually in this program and to grow. Grow to, growth doesn't always feel comfortable. It's not always comfortable or convenient. Um, and if I have a little tantrum about it, I do my 10 steps. And then I get through it. But, you know, my higher power usually is like, you know, you need to do something different. Maybe you need to start a meeting or do some sort of different kind of service. Um, and every time I do it, every time I do it, I feel better afterwards. I may not like it at first. It may feel scary. But my higher power knows better, you know, than I do. So um, today I'm free. I, I don't obsess. I'm healthier than I was 20 years ago. Uh, yes, I've released 100 pounds. Um, I, um, yeah, I get to enjoy great health. I can still love, I still love food. I still love to cook. Um, I can still bake with my sister in the holidays, and it's not a big deal. If I want something, I can have it. Uh, but I have to work this program rigorous if I'm going to be neutral around food, period. Um, and, and, and that's what I choose to do. And I'm not, I'm powerless over whether or not I, I pick up and compulsively eat. I don't have that power. That's why I'm here. But I do have the power of choice on whether or not I work the steps. Um, 
So, you know, if I, if I kind of get into self-will where I'm not wanting to do a 10 step, well, then I'm making a choice. I'm, st- I'm turning towards my illness and I'm taking steps there. So I'm um, just very grateful Thank for this program. Wonder, please wrap up. Thank you. Just very grateful for this program, the freedom that I get. Um, life is in the for life is in the in the forefront and and foods and body is in the background you know those are afterthoughts um it's very grateful so uh, my name is deanna i am a recovered available sponsor i'm in the eastern standard time zone um my phone number is 440-522-0759 and you can feel free to call or text. I also have WhatsApp for international. Uh, yeah, happy to help. Thank you, Anna.